Hi friends! Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, it's free. And it also gives you the option to clip your episodes straight from the app or on the dashboard. So it makes it a really convenient one-stop shop. Anchor is also a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. And you also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed link. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all the analytics directly linked to their platform. So you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. So try Anchor today for free now at anchor.fm. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm Beth. And I'm Bailey. And we, we are, are True Crime b and We do a podcast every week. We release on Fridays. And every week we'll bring to you two different true crime stories. First we'll bring you a disturbing story. And then one that will hopefully uplift your spirits a little bit. We'd love to have you listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, so join us every week on Friday. Find us anywhere you find your podcasts. On Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Amazon. I don't know anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and also you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at True Crime BNB. Did we even mention that we're mom and daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you join our crime family. Bye. Bye. angry when you said that <laughs> creepers and freakers <laughs> i think i was angry because i heard the truck outside and i get irritated with like, your neighbors yeah tell me about it tell me about it uh welcome back to the in the nick of crime podcast we are a weekly true crime podcast usually but we do like to do some spooky 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 shit and as i always say i am here for your comic relief corny only only me <laughs> okay that's a sensitive subject for michelle I don't really care. I think I'm funny, but if you I think you're fine. funny too. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're funny too. I just have a hyperactive brain that causes me to say and do stupid shit. You know? Same. My brain just sometimes doesn't work. A lot of times it doesn't work. <laughs> I don't think mine's ever working. That's why it malfunctions and we get the hashtag shit Courtney says. <laughs> Uh, yeah, special shout out to Kendra. Oh my gosh, you distraction. She is amazing. We were in the office today, so we were in back-to-back meetings, but she... Like, literally had no time to do anything. No time, uh, social media-wise. And she was so sweet and sent us, basically, yeah. this reel of yes, where like she... Yes, like a blooper reel, essentially. Yeah, and she cut out all of the shit that Courtney says That's and so literally awesome. made one for us. And we were 
laughing so hard I was crying you guys and I know Michelle was crying too like I have not laughed that hard in a long long time (laughs) so if you guys haven't heard of them nocturnal distractions uh, it's April and Kendra Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're super amazing I really enjoy their podcast a lot it's really good yeah it's definitely more on the like spoofy side of things they do do true crime as well yeah it's just a really good combo yeah I think it's a good mix for sure and it's not like because we all know like the rest of us are like oversaturated in true crime. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll dive into the spooky, and I feel like they're kind of the opposite end of that, and I love it. Yeah, and I love how they cover older cases too, mm-hmm. which is really fun because yep. not many podcasts do. Yep, exactly. I think the only older case we've covered is H.H. H. Holmes, and that yeah. was just a conspiracy theory. Yep. So, <laughs> <There's> exactly. <that. laughs> exactly. So, yeah, go listen to Nocturnal Distractions. Wow. Words are hard coming out of my mouth. <laughs> we'll put them in our show notes too. And we, I will see if we can get permission from her to post that because that was just so Oh, yeah. Oh, hilarious. my gosh. I love it so much. She did such a good job and yep. I'm dying. Because we've talked about that. It's so funny because when I edit, I actually will, like, set aside, like, especially funny shit that we think is funny. Like, we're like, well, other people think it's as funny, but... <laughs> no, but then she threw it all together and I was like, oh my God. I can't... I'm... It was such a mess, but it was beautiful. But I feel like we could have... A, a ton of shit like my brain powering down too so it's just <laughs> yeah. your, your animatronic power down yeah. is priceless <laughs> so you know I think we'll have to release them <laughs> we'll have to because you guys don't even like you think we're stupid on some episodes you don't even hear the shit that's edited out it's uh, it's a mess there are some episodes I just sit here and I go good god <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with us? You know, I think it's a fun combination of, like, I think I'm hilarious, which is not okay. <laughs> and then you influence me on that and, yep. like, pump me up yep. because you laugh at it. And then I'm like, I am hilarious. <laughs> and then it just keeps going. <laughs> or, like, you get the giggles, especially on Scoops oh, and Lores. All the time. You're the giggler yep. on that one. And then it's, like, a domino effect. And I just yeah. can't stop. It's because I get so overly, like, I'm the one that's usually more emotionally charged with, like, the main episodes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Scoops and Lores, I'm like, finally, I don't have to, like... <laughs> I don't have like, to put energy into this. Yeah, like I can, like laugh I can just and have a good be time. my brain, like myself. <laughs> just let it go. Yep. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Take me to Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, though, we also wanted to shout out Beth and Bailey with True Crime B and B. Sup, ladies. Whose trailer you heard at the beginning of this episode? Um, so we love them so much. I do. Their coverage on their cases is just chef's kiss. And Mm -hmm. how they, like, how they offset one another, it's just such an awesome dynamic. And I mean, they're mother and daughter. What else do you expect? True. But it's just so funny because if I remember right, they didn't know that they had a mutual love of true crime until, like, right before they started this podcast, which I think is so funny. But they do such a phenomenal job, and it's just, like, their episodes are so easy to listen to, they're so cohesive, and they really advocate for victims like none other. And I know we talk about that a lot, how that's important to us and for other podcasts, but they're just... Plus, they're they're very, like to the point which yes. like you and I are really bad at getting off topic yep, yep. <laughs> and I can try to sometimes edit things right. to make it seem cohesive but and that's just kind of who we are but they are yeah. so good at being like alright we're getting into yep. it here's the story yeah. like here's like, the details we're not fucking around here's all our research mm-hmm. and I'm like whoa 
Yeah. Like, I'm not, uh, the first time I listened, I was like, whoa, I wasn't ready for that. Like, I know, it I threw like, me off so hard, and I was yeah. like, okay, but I'm here for it. And like, their episodes have, like, sounded, like, top-notch quality oh, from Oh, since the start episode two. one. Yeah, because seriously, like, all oh, the rest of us who struggle, man, with earlier episodes, like... <laughs> they also have some technical difficulties. Difficulties? difficulties? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He was like technical, but difficulties. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> this is gonna be a tough one to record anyway, because we're both so tired right now. Going into the office is hard for us, well, guys. We both had just like bad days, terrible days. <laughs> oh man. Oh, gotta love it. But definitely go out and listen to them too, guys, because yes. they're amazing. Yes, we love them so much, and they're so damn funny we just had like the fucking most hilarious conversation with them oh i'm not gonna like blast anyone's stuff but yeah it was just yeah so hilarious i love them so much so we'll post their info in the show notes as well please go give them a listen they are just amazing incredible yep we will continue to always shout out podcasters oh absolutely we're in a really good community too where we have a lot of really good up-and-coming podcasters Mm -hmm. in it that like our list is getting so big and it's so hard. I know to I can't to keep all up them. with everyone. And that's what a great problem to have, seriously. Oh, absolutely. Of like so many podcasts that you want to listen to that you actually are invested in seeing mm-hmm. their growth. And it's like, I literally just don't have enough time in the day <laughs> to yeah. listen to everyone and just know that we love everyone. And we do. If we aren't completely caught up on your shows, we will always listen to at least some of the episodes so we know what you guys are about and we can actually like firmly endorse you and yeah sing your praises and they're genuine absolutely yeah absolutely we love all of you guys you all know who you are amazing creatures um do we have anything else i feel like there was one other thing we were going to talk about oh we are going to be getting our first sticker order yeah going soon so we are going to reach out to each of our patrons they were going to get first priority of stickers that they want if you want sticker from us let us know we're not going to charge people right now Mm -mm. we'll send them your way Yep, just ping us on Instagram. Yep. That's our easiest yeah. form of conversation. So yep. ping us on Instagram, send us your address. I promise we're not creepy. Um, yeah. And then we'll exactly. send it your way. <laughs> yeah, and we are, we're thinking we're going to do two designs yep. first. We'll post them on our social media once we decide which ones we want to start with. We have, we have narrowed down to three right now. So we do. technically four, but technically. yeah. So we'll let you all know and you can let us know what will be first come first serve because we are going to have to do Kind of smaller batch to start with because we're both bitches and it takes money. I think you meant to say poor bitches. Oh no, broke bitches. Oh, I just heard bitches and broke, I was like, broke we're bitches. Both bi- I, I heard both bitches. bitches and we're I was bitches. Like, we are bitches. Oh well, yeah, but I was like, that <laughs> no, didn't I said broke. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I think hear. you meant poor bitch. <laughs> I was like, it's the same thing. <laughs> Fuck my brain. <laughs> I'm also still sick, so you're welcome for this great man voice that's going on. It's not a man voice. It is. No, it's not. I feel like it is. Like man it grumbles. It is. It like grumbles <laughs> way down in my. I can't even do a man voice. Anyway. I don't think there's anything else that we needed to cover. I always feel like we're missing something, but. Yeah. 
we're fine. <clears throat> yeah. So with that, because uh, I really want to get into this, I want to know what your fuckery is this week, because y'all, mm. like we just discussed, the true There's crime world much. is wild right now. I know. Like, I sit there, and I'm sure you probably do something similar, but I just sit here and pull up articles and flag them throughout the week, mm-hmm. and then I'll decide on what I want to do for my weekly fuckery day of, because, you know, it's my style. But there's just so much. Like, I don't like having... It's terrible to have so many things to choose from. And to make clear, like, we don't do this to exploit things. It's just to keep people updated on current events. Because, like, I know for us, we don't, like, watch the news necessarily. I don't watch the news, depressing but... Depressing as fuck. Tell you what, MSN gets me every time I open up my browser at work. I know. I guess You can change in. that. I know, but I like it because I get sucked into stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Ugh, I hate this so much. Uh-oh. This one, I mean, it's it's moving in the right direction. So okay, this one is there was a girl named Harmony Montgomery. Nine. Yes, exactly. What you're exactly. She went missing apparently in 2019. Wasn't reported missing until last year. Late last year at that. And she was five years old when she went missing. Harmony's father was arrested for her murder, and it said that her stepmother was also arrested as an accessory after the fact, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has been arrested on charge of second-degree murder, and this is in a news conference that police did on Monday, so just two days ago. Um, and, and I he, think that's because he, there is no body, correct? And they think he got rid of her, like they... he basically completely I believe her so yes because I haven't read anything that they did find her remains. they don't have a body not that I know of they think right. he got rid of it somehow Ugh, he's so disgusting disgusting and it says the article that I'm referencing from is from CBS News and it says the murder charge against Adam Montgomery alleges that he struck Harmony repeatedly in the head with a closed fist but authorities did not say whether her body had been found so I apologize. I should have read ahead before you said that. So they may have found her, but they haven't said yet. Um, I'm not sure because I don't, I haven't read anything that he just willingly turned himself in. Mm -hmm. But I had seen something that said that her mother was calling authorities. But I'm also like, it's 2022 and she went missing in 2019. How did you, unless she like wasn't able to have custody of her or something and couldn't ever see her. I'm not sure. I don't know the backstory, but there's just so many Questions. Questions, flags, everything about the situation. And there's never not going to be when there's a situation like this, but it just, I don't understand it. And it just makes me so sad. And I, the pictures that I've seen of her, um, it looks like, it looks like she may either have, I don't know if there's a better way to say this, but a lazy eye or maybe something wrong with one of her eyes. And I worry that that was because of her being abused. And that's literally the first thing that came to my mind. Because Me too. I've seen a few pictures of her. She has such a cute little smile. I know. Oh. I know. She looks so, so precious. sweet. All babies are precious. And I am yeah. so... I said this today at work. I'm so upset with all of these children cases that are very big right now yes and it's always the parents and i'm like you do realize that that's a precious life like exactly what are you doing you created right i don't understand it and it's like when adults take their frustrations out on children this again we talk about this all the time but leticia stock that is exactly what she did she was mad at his father and she took it out on gannon oh absolutely not convince me otherwise oh absolutely absolutely no way 
And I don't understand why adults think it's okay to take out your personal problems that you're having with another fucking adult out on a child who had nothing to do with it. Exactly. Who's just trying to live their best life. Right. And survive in this chaotic, awful world. Yeah. But it says with this, it became her disappearance only just became a homicide investigation in August. And it's... They think that she was killed in Manchester, Massachusetts, I believe is where they were, in early December of 2019. And police only, it says that police only first became aware that Harmony might be missing when they got a call from her mother, Crystal Sorry, in November. So I believe November of the following year would be my guess. November I'm still so confused. Why did it take you that or, long? Or, 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 I could be wrong. I could be getting this backwards. Or her mother thought she was missing in November. Then they think Harmony was killed a few weeks later. Fair. It could be either or. I think that might be right. But it, she, but this is where I'm confused. And I'm sorry. I keep going back and forth because I feel like I'm getting conflicting things from different articles that I've read because it also says she had been unsuccessful trying to locate her for months. So either, like, he was keeping her from her mother, and then her mom finally reported her missing in November, then her father killed her a few weeks later, but then what the fuck has been happening this whole time? I don't know, dude. I don't claim to understand the justice system at this point, or other people's choices and actions. It's, we've been covering way too many cases like this right now that I just, I don't even know what to say. I'm at a loss. And what... Gets me even more. So it says, police said they contacted Harmony's father, Adam Montgomery, and other family members by the end of December. Okay? So by the end of that year, December of 2019. And they said, according to court documents, police told him that Harmony had not been seen in more than two years. And there was concern over whether she was still alive. Why is there no... Like, children aren't safe. I don't understand this. Mm Mm-mm. It makes me absolutely sick. Like, the system failed this girl. Because if her mother already, if it was the case that her mother reported her missing in November of 2019, she was already failed by adults, by the system, by everything else. And then they just sat here for two years. And he's been free this whole time. It makes me absolutely sick. And it's making me rage. Ugh. Yeah, I have opinions, but I... Have to just say them. them. I'll cut them out if I need no, to. No, like, I really don't want to say them because it's just drudging up a lot of other personal shit that I just... That's fair. I get you. ...don't want to drudge up because... Yep. I don't blame you. I, don't blame I you. have a lot of those same questions. You do. Yeah. You know? And you have every fucking right to have all of those questions. Yeah. Every right. That's what I'm saying. Like, these cases, that's why the kids' cases right now are killing me because yeah. I'm like... Well, you I, notice neither of us cover children cases. No. As a whole. I don't know I can't. if I'll ever be able to yeah. at this point. Like, it's not that I can't handle them. It's just that when I start working on them or I start trying to do the research on mm-hmm. them, I get too much anxiety from it. And I don't know, maybe someday I'll be able to compartmentalize that and do right. it. But for right now, I unfortunately can't. I know. Once Letitia Stock's trial is over, I do... Oh, and that's the other thing. Letitia Stock finally... Finally. Has... A fucking start to her trial. And it's She's like... sane. A couple days trial. after my birthday. I'm like, happy birthday to me. Bitch. Um, uh, once her... My niece's arraignment's a couple days after mine. So, Ooh. happy birthday to me yep, as well. Yep, exactly. But once her trial's over, I, I want to cover the Gannon Stout case. I feel like... It needs to be covered, though. I know that case 
inside and out in my brain. I wouldn't even have to do any additional research. I literally have pages and pages of documents. I went, you bet your ass, I went and screenshot every fucking thing that bitch put on her Facebook because it was it was public the entire yeah. time that she was doing this. And I have screenshots for days of her Facebook That's and the crazy. bullshit that she You're was so doing. Awesome. But that case kept me up, Courtney. Like it fucked the with Dylan my Redwine head. The Dylan Redwine case is what kept me yeah. up for a long. We've I actually know uh, the family, so it's super weird. That's right. You told me that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I have these weird connections. I don't know what's going on in my life. It's a wide nightmare. circle, like we were just talking about <laughs> earlier. Yeah. But yeah, all I that to you. say, sorry, we get on such tangents when we it do. is like children. That's definitely it's a, a source. It's a source for us. Yeah, absolutely. Because. Not just because of what's happened to us, but also, like, children are so innocent in this world, and they need adults to stand there and protect them and to show them what it is to be a good human in society, and unfortunately, we have far too many adults who don't do that and who fail these children left and right. Yeah. And it is not fair. I'm sorry. Um, No, it's okay. I got a fist in the air while I'm talking. (laughs) Like, I've got chills. (laughs) I... I hate how adults are more worried about money than they are about children. And I'm sorry. No, you're good. It's such a tough subject because I sit here and I worry about, like, my nephews and my niece. I don't want them to go to school. I worry about them. I worry about what social media is doing to children and that they just can't be protected because adults don't do their job. That is their one job is to protect kids and they don't do that. I didn't know I was going to get this upset. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's It's good. It's raw emotion that you need. It's something I think about all the time and it just, it makes me sick. And This world is not fair for children anymore. And they can't protect themselves. They can't Mm -hmm. go and live off on their own. They can't go and get a job and take care of themselves. If they're lucky, they can get emancipated, you know, when they're a teenager or something. But... In the meantime, it's like they're taught and they're manipulated. And if a child doesn't know any different, they're not going to know that their situation is different and that something's wrong. They're not going to know that they need to talk about it. Like Mm -hmm. I think about like Gabriel Fernandez, that Mm -hmm. poor baby. That was all he knew in his life. Mm -hmm. And he knew that his siblings were treated relatively fine, but he wasn't Mm -hmm. in... It just makes me sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. And unfortunately, we have a, a, a foster system slash, you know, child care system yeah. out there that... And I'm not dogging on them because I know they're they doing so, what they can, they're but they're so stretched so thin. Yeah. There's no funding. These kids are literally just failed. Yeah. Not by Left the choices right. of people right. in that system, but because they're just not the ability to help them. And it's unfortunate yeah and it's like they're let down by cps they're let down by dhs you know and it's like the systems that are supposed to be in place to protect them and i think about like teachers who are mandatory reporters and if a child comes to school and they're abusing they report it and then nothing's done about it it's just like or they don't report it a lot of teachers don't even report it now and i only know that because that's what my degree is in and a lot of them don't report it because nothing's done nothing's either done or they get in trouble exactly because the you know human services or child services will come talk to the parent and then the parent will 
harm the child as a result. Mm -hmm. Like, there should be something in place, and I know there's laws, I get that, I understand that, but there should be something in place that there has to be, like, a mandatory, if something, if a report has been put in like that, especially by a mandatory reporter, that it needs to be taken seriously, immediately they need to take the child, allow for an investigation, allow for all of this to keep that child safe. Mm -hmm. Because too many times a child has had it reported, then they've been put back in with their parents, and then they've been killed. Perfect example is my niece. Yes. Yes. Unfortunately. Exactly. And, you know, people, there's such a common misconception, too, that, you know, what happened to Ace, because it wasn't physical abuse, mm-hmm. it is just it is just the same. It is. It is just the fucking same. Mm-hmm. Because she clearly witnessed her mom taking those pills. Exactly. And thought that that's what she should do. Right. As well. Right. Exactly. Because I guarantee you that baby wanted nothing more than her mom's approval and her mom's oh, attention. absolutely. Hands down. <sighs> long tangent. We got on a very long tangent. That's okay. I should have known that. I shouldn't have, like, I knew I was going to do that. It's okay, though. I like that you gave out your raw emotion. That was great. Girl, I always do. What are we talking about? <laughs> like How I many said, times have I cried on the podcast? <laughs> hey, I've cried, too. You have. Absolutely. So no worries. No yep. worries. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, you already told me this was rough. Yeah. I did. I already I did. cried, so maybe I won't cry again. I don't again. think you will. I don't think you're gonna cry. This is. Okay, good. Um, I will tell you first off, it is trigger warnings. There's a lot of trigger stuff in here, just okay. like from what happened to the person. Gotcha. But, okay. So I gotta come in with a disclaimer on this. Normally, we mm-hmm. all know I am all about the victims and the victim story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am still mm-hmm. about the victim and the victim story in yes. this. However. I am talking about the person that killed her. Okay. Because I personally, and you can tell me, and our fans can tell me your guys' opinions, mm-hmm. I think the wrong person was convicted. Okay. So I got to yeah. give you both their stories. Yeah, absolutely. And I tried to we find need as, both sides. Yeah, and I tried to find as much as I could on the victim. There's very little. She's originally from Switzerland. So okay. it, it's kind of hard to like pull information yeah, on her. Because Switzerland is not the true crime fanatical environment that we are here so they don't yes. sit here and blast it and i mean switzerland is very lucky to not have this problem all of the time true very true uh so i and i'm doing another halloween one for okay. you okay i told you i'm like you do you good <laughs> i feel like i might one. know this one because you like might. switzerland and halloween well okay. she's not in switzerland and it doesn't really okay. say a whole lot it actually takes place in amarillo amarillo texas amarillo texas amarillo texas is it amarillo katie let us know. It's Amarillo. It's O. Katie and Katie. Emily. Do you say Amarilla or Amarillo? I say Amarilla just because I'm an asshole. And that's Katie and Emily from Mouths and Mocktails. Another great podcast. We love you. Go listen to them. They're amazing. Yes. So I'm going to do the Halloween murder of Sister Tadea Benz. Okay. So... On October 31st, 1981, in Amarillo, Texas, Sister Tadea Benz, who's a Catholic nun, okay. was brutally raped and murdered in the St. Francis Convent okay. that she was in. Just okay, I just, I right took in. it right off the bat, because okay. I'm trying to, I want to get this, the, yep. the gore out of the I'm way for you guys it. as I'm fast here for as possible. It. And then we can just get to story yeah. other Yeah, exactly. All so, her body was discovered the morning of October 31st by another sister, her name, um... Oh, I'll tell you her name in a second. Because she actually didn't attend the 6.30 a.m. mass, which they were like, this is weird. She's always here. Odd. 
Clinton you're getting has it. This you're getting one. it. He has a file. So when they found her, Benz was naked with blood on her face, mm. and the convent's community room had a broken window. Okay. This is where things get interesting because right. I get it, but I don't get it. Okay. So the sisters ended up calling the police who collected evidence, and it that included a knife under the bed, the linens from the bed, fingerprints lifted from the knife blade. Wow. The bed's headboard. Wow. And the cut window screen. Okay. Holy hell, that's a lot. I know. It's a lot of evidence. Right. Also, there's an additional kitchen knife, which was found in the driveway outside. Okay, but then... 1981, so we gotta remember that right. too. Yep, okay. 1981. Okay. Remember, okay. put yourself a little farther back. Uh huh. There was an autopsy done that revealed stab wounds, contusions to the head, abrasive injuries to the neck, and a pathologist ruled that the cause of death was manual strangulation, unfortunately. Oh my god. This sounds so morbid, but I don't understand how a killer. I mean, I don't understand killers anyway, but right. especially. When they are stabbing someone and also strangling. strangling. Why? Strang- like, I, I think I've said this before, but strangling, they've proven it takes about up to four minutes right. to physically kill someone by hand I strangulation. if they gave up on strangulation. Well, that's what killed her. I think they started okay, stabbing so started her sta- yeah. and she was like oh super weak. And by the way, she was 76 years old, I think oh. at the time, 71 or 76. I'd have to look that oh up. I know she was in her 70s. So, additionally, there were signs of external bleeding and internal trauma that they do say indicated forcible rape, which oh is gosh. very sad. Sister Angelia Martinez was mm-hmm. the one who discovered her oh. early that morning. And she actually testified that when she went in, she was shocked and could not think of what to do after finding Sister Tadea's nude body on the floor with her arms outstretched on her side. Mm -hmm. She said, I missed her, which I thought was very interesting. They missed her. Like, that's why they went to go find her. They missed her. Like, I think that's so sweet. She said, I missed her and was concerned because she seldom missed chapel. Sister Angela said she found Sister Tadea, she found the door to Sister Tadea's convent room closed. Which, she said, it was very unusual that the door was closed because Sister Tadea was hard of hearing and always left the door ajar to hear the morning buzzer. Right. She said, I knew it was not Sister Tadea's doing, but I could not think any further. Like, she's clearly in shock at this point. Yeah. And like we've said so many times, it's your brain protecting itself. Mm -hmm. And she's also quoted as saying, it was too much for me, I was in shock. Which is so sad that she has to like come to that conclusion. Right. And try to compartmentalize that. Oh, I can't even. Well, and this is where it gets interesting. So, four other nuns testified that they wrapped Sister Today's body in a sheet Mm -hmm. because they believed she had died in a fall. Oh, I'm remembering that. Yeah, now... Like I said, the other four nuns testified that they wrapped her body up in a sheet. They believed she had died from a fall, and they actually ended up cleaning up the spots of blood on the floor near her body. They thought it was natural. This is why the cops were not originally called. Yeah. Well, and if they just thought that she fell or something. Right. 
If she was in her 70s, it would make sense if she fell. A little odd that she was nude. I I mean, I don't know what nuns do in their free time. Right. (laughs) Sorry, that's coming from an ex-Catholic. No, yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know, but okay. I mean, I know you're supposed to avoid the sense of arousal. These women are the... You know, nuns are typically the ones that they see the best in the world. You know, they truly they see, do. You know, and it's not. I'm not saying that they're seeing life through rose-colored glasses. It's just their decency, and so for them, that's probably the last thing that they would have thought of. Oh, especially in a convent. Like, right. let's be real. Uh, Sister Florentine said that she discovered a broken window later that day and realized a break-in had occurred, mm-hmm. and so they obviously called the police. Right. When the police arrived to investigate the break-in, she said that she felt this thought of needing to tell them about the nun's death, but hesitated. Because she still was like, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's natural causes. Right, right. So she's quoted as saying, in my mind, I thought of it, but I took it for granted, as did the others, that she had died a natural death. Oh. Which really sucks. Yeah. But the interesting part is that Officers actually overheard the nuns having a conversation about the death, mm-hmm. and that is what started the investigation. Okay. Because they overheard it, and they were like, "Nah, we need to investigate this." Right. Yeah. Which I thought was great. Police That's work. awesome. Yeah. And they revealed that Sister Tadea had been raped, beaten, and strangled. Unfortunately. Oh, honey. Okay. So now we're gonna get into a little bit other stuff. I think I've talked about all the gory. Right. Uh. Trigger okay. warning. So I think we're okay. good there. Okay. Uh, for her, anyway. There's a couple more coming. I'll tell you when they come. Okay. <laughs> so witnesses had seen a man with dark skin, black curly hair, running around outside the convent that night. Mm-hmm. And after examining the body for physical evidence, it seemed that this crime was related to actually another crime that had happened on July 9th, close by... Uh, North Houston Street in Amarillo. That's honestly impressive that they tried to link that because that's a big chunk of time. In the the 80s. Yeah. (laughs) So July to October. Right. Odd. Huh. Interesting though. Right. In that case, a woman named Narni, which I think is such a cute name. It's like Narnia. Yeah. Oh. Narni Cox Bryson, who is 77. Have you been thinking of starting your own podcast? Try out Anchor. We use Anchor to post our episodes and it offers so many amazing benefits. First of all, it's completely free to use. Yes, I said free. It also helps you so you can upload your episodes straight from your app or your dashboard, which makes it super convenient and a one-stop shop. Anchor is a Spotify program, so that means your show will post to Spotify automatically. You also have the option to post to any other platform through the RSS feed. This gives you full range of all the podcast platforms to get your show out there. The best part is that Anchor gives you all of the analytics directly linked to their platform. So you can post, edit, and track your show's progress all in one place. Try Anchor today for free at anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R fm. Besides the same M.O., there's a consistency in the evidence collected in both scenes. Okay. DNA in the hair that they found, Mm -hmm. which was a curly black hair, was left by a Hispanic man. Okay. Which is why officials have been searching for a Cuban refugee since the first murder in July. Now, remember this detail. 
the hair came back showing it was from a Hispanic male. Yeah, and I'm like, why did they zone in on Cuban refugee off the bat? Okay. Yeah. Because DNA was not that advanced. They can't be like... So it was advanced to the point that they could determine ethnicity, and they could determine sex, and they could determine blood type. Right, but I'm saying like Hispanic to Cuban, there's... Hispanic is a very large... You also have to remember we're in the 80s, and they're not very good at being technical on terms of ethnicity. Yeah, and they're also... So they tend to group them all together. Low-key racist? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, not even low-key. I'm not even going to be low-key key racist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, unfortunately, like, they kind of all just got lumped together. But I'm like, Cuban refugees specifically. You. I feel fuck, you. man? So already there's two barkers here you yeah, got to remember, okay? Exactly. Okay, okay. So they also collected semen okay. from Sister Ben's, but since the pathologist pathologist didn't have the correct and proper equipment to analyze the semen mm-hmm. he fucking discarded it guys what yeah don't ever do that man yeah. yeah boo yeah so there's strike number one ready for strike number two because wait. wait they can get blood type from semen too back in that day i know come on man i know dude so strike number one strike number two for not having enough evidence to find this Cuban refugee that they suspected had raped and killed these women, they suddenly had a new suspect in October for the October murder. You fucking kidding me, man. Now, I will tell you guys straight off the bat, I am always here for clairvoyance. I love mm-hmm. mediums. Like, that is my shit. However, I do know that some of them are not They're for really the shit. Them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I feel like this is one of them. Oh, boy. So a clairvoyant who went by the name Bubbles, which already tells me. <laughs> There's your comic relief. Bubbles, the clairvoyant. The clairvoyant. Go <laughs> the fuck? Why would you ever be like, my name I need is a name Bubbles. for my clairvoyancy. Bubbles. Where's your blossom? Buttercup, <laughs> Buttercup. dude. <laughs> what the hell? I digress. That was pretty Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Way pretty. <laughs> so this clairvoyant started calling newspapers saying that she had a vision. Oh, see, already pissing me right? off with this shit. Right. If you're sitting here calling it in, you're fake. Talk to the police if you're going to do that. Exactly. Don't call newspapers. Exactly. You're just looking for publicity. You're full of shit. It's so dumb. Ugh. So she called a bunch of them saying she knew who the killer of the nun was. Okay, bubbles. She said it was a teenage boy... Who wore a fake Afro-type wig. Oh, boy. Oh, and get this. Lived in a frame house on the same street as the convent. Okay, Bubbles. Okay, Bubbles. (laughs) It's like, okay, Boomer. (laughs) Right? Exactly. (laughs) This is another ironic date because we've already had conversations about my personal life. But, uh, so on November 9th. Okay. Of all days. (laughs) That's come up like three times today, I know. It's so weird. Um, police Sergeant Walter Yerger, I think is how you say it, Y-E-R-G-E-R, said that a man by the name of Johnny Frank Garrett, who was 17 at the time, he Mm -hmm. felt was their suspect because he had found his fingerprint outside of the convent. Okay. He said he didn't consider that Johnny's fingerprints might have been there just because the convent sat across the street from his house. Okay. I digress. This is where we're going to start getting into some stuff. And you guys are, I, I truly think I want to know people's opinions here. Yeah. I, 
I feel like most of the time when you and I are thinking something's a little off kilter, I feel like everyone always thinks the same thing we do. Mm -hmm. But I'll be interested. Yeah. So police took Johnny in for questioning where he was without a lawyer, without a family member present. So how old was he again? 17. Oh my God. He's not 18 yet. Nope. And they claimed that he confessed. Shut the fuck up. They then typed... Maybe a coarse confession. Oh, it gets better. So they then typed up Johnny's so-called confession, which he refused to sign. Because he didn't do it. I agree. Oh my God. And I haven't even gotten into the details of this yet, you guys. Like, you don't even know half of it. I'm about to hit it, though. Hit it. Hit it, girl. (laughs) So in the statement by police, they say that Johnny... um, That they say that Johnny gave, right? Uh Uh-huh. They said that he stated that he broke into the convent. Guys, I am throwing up quotes left and right yeah, right here. All I'm, the air quotes. Just assume I am they're furious. around this whole story. <laughs> I am furious over this. Uh, so he apparently broke into the convent, and then when he went to Sister Ben's room, mm-hmm. he woke her up because she caught him. He then supposedly strangled and raped her. Now. I have a question. Yes. If it's not foreshadowing, or if you don't know. Yeah. Did they say if the stab wounds were anti-mortem or post-mortem? Did they know? So everything that I read said it was anti-mortem. Okay. Because I feel like that would, that there alone would be your smoking gun for what is actually true in this case. That's what I'm about to pin for you. So since the killer Mm -hmm. had stabbed her. Right. To death. Right. But Johnny, in his statement, never mentioned a knife or stabbing. Oh, my God. Like, again, strike. Next strike is the DNA of the hair left behind was black and from a Hispanic man. Johnny had light brown hair and was Caucasian. What? Tell me what is wrong with this. Okay. I... And that was the same hair for both of the scenes, too, right? Both scenes had the same hair. Bro. We have a they're problem. They're not even trying. Like, they're just trying to pin it. They're just so trying they can to close, close the it. case. Exactly. They're just making it lazy. Because I can guarantee you at that time, because height of satanic panic or Absolutely. getting into satanic panic, friends. Absolutely. They're like, we cannot have this looming over a convent. And I'm like... Justice needs to be served oh, either absolutely. way. It needs to be ser- swift and served on any spectrum, absolutely. no matter what. For both women. Exactly. And these women in this comment needed to feel safe again. I just burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming. Sorry. I'll restart my thought. The women in this comment need to feel safe. And so oh, yeah. I'm sure that for them, they're like, okay, well, let's just get this closed. But justice has to justice. be served for both of these women exactly. who were raped and killed. Because you bringing in the wrong man and I know I'm jumping the gun but I've already made my determination <laughs> but I've made my determination just off the evidence right exactly because it just does not line up at no. all and if the evidence is there the evidence is there but it's not in this case and it's not helping these women to convict the wrong person it's not that means the dude's still out there mm-hmm until now the police were sure that the same man was responsible for both murders right okay they believe that because the same DNA was collected and the MO fit, but then they felt that, but then Johnny was actually never even questioned about this other murder. What the actual fuck? Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit about Johnny Frank Garrett. I'm going to give you some insight, backstory, information mm-hmm. on him, and then I'm also going to conclude this. I just, 
I've already told you my opinion. I don't think he was rightfully persecuted for this murder. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was the one who did it. And I just felt like he needed... He needed a voice himself. Yep. So I'm going to hit it. Okay, so like I said, I'm all about the victims. Yep. But I feel that this man is also a victim. Yeah. And you advocating for a proper conviction is you still advocating for the victims. Yes. That's not you victim blaming. That's not anything. No. Because you obviously can't victim blame because... The only victims are deceased. They can't speak for themselves. Correct. And they need proper justice served. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. So, let me give you a little backside. And I'm going to tell you right now, some of this is very rough and triggering. I'm going to try to get through it as quickly as possible for <laughs> you. Um, so, starting at a very young age, unfortunately, Johnny himself was raped by his stepfather, mm-hmm. who also sold him to other men. <gasps> This, sorry, yep, this is thousand percent. Clicking? Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was on Evil Lives Here, I think. Oh, was it? I think so. I didn't even see that. Shadows of Darkness, I think, is the one, because there's, like, the Evil Lives Here, and then there's Shadows of Darkness. I wouldn't be surprised, because there's some interesting stuff that comes out, even back almost to, like, well, currently, but 2011 is when it started, so I'll tell you that, too. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, you're perfectly fine. (laughs) Keep interrupting. I'm here for it. (laughs) So, beginning at the age of 14, he was forced to act out bizarre sexual acts that Mm. were recorded for pornography films. His family gave him his first taste of alcohol and drugs starting at the age of 10. They also taught him how to use other substances such as paint thinners and amphetamines to get high, which actually resulted in brain damage for him as a young boy. He was unfortunately (laughs) regularly physically abused and beaten. And one time he was placed on a burner that actually resulted in severe burns and scarring, not to include the numerous head traumas he received over the years. Guys, I just had head traumas. This child was having physical, emotional, mental abuse. Abuse. Well, I was putting that with With physical. Yeah, but dude, see, this is what we're just fucking talking about. I know. It's weird that that became the topic at the I beginning. <laughs> I feel like I didn't want to say anything. Yeah. I was like, ah, sorry. Jeez. So because of all of his abuse, Johnny suffered from uh, paranoid delusions and had mental handicaps that typical teens his age would not suffer from. So guys, there's already a problem here. This poor young boy was brought into a police station at the age <laughs> of 17. exactly what I was going to say. With that, the impacts to his mental capacity because of the abuse that he had, that alone should have advocated for him to have representation. Thank you. Let alone him being a minor. Thank Are you. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I am. I'm so he. I was heated writing this. I was heated. I'm heated reading it. I know I'm screaming into the mic. I'm sorry for when you edit because I'm just angry for I, this young man. I'm probably jumping the gun here, but they absolutely fucking locally took advantage of him. I need to re-say that because I said it wrong because I'm flustered. Say it. fucking lootly Thank you. But they took advantage. They did. Of him. Of his mental capacity. They absolutely fucking lootly because they thought that he was easy to manipulate. And just to close a fucking case. Exactly. A case that you're not even rightfully closing. You're not giving justice to either one of those victims. What the actual fuck is wrong with you? I'm so... You're gonna have a lot to cut out. <laughs> Sorry. Girl, both of us are full T-Rex. Uh, no. Full Sam, T-Rex. We're, com- we're coming for your title, Sam. Sam, we're on it. Another great podcast, guys. M3. <clears throat> or M-Cubed. I'm not sure how we say that. M-Cubed. I say M3. I say M3. Yeah. M-Cubed. Always. M-Cubed. Woohoo. 
Murder Mystery and Mayhem. With Sam and Paige, we love them so much. So much. We love you. We love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, you fucking idiots. Hey, that's payback for the shit that you send us on Instagram, Paige? Dude, love it. Yes, I'm fucking talking about you. I can always tell. Because, like, sometimes I feel like the group of us can tell who's talking at this point with any of us. But I always fucking know it's Paige because she sends the most fucked up shit. (laughs) She just sends these pictures that she finds on the internet and she's like, I just want to share my disturbing pictures. I'm like, where the fuck do you find these at? She's like, the internet's a dark place. I love her though. She makes my day when she says We love you guys with our whole heart. We've called out so many awesome podcasts We have. I feel like we end up talking about Sam and Paige like every episode almost. Can we get your autograph? Please. Thank you for that break. I needed it. Me too. Me too. Ooh, I think our, our listeners really needed it too. Yeah. I almost called them viewers again. I really need to stop doing that. They can't see us. I wish they could because Yet. I'm hilarious. Yet. Someday. Seeing you has nothing to do with your hilarity. Fair, but I'm even funnier when you can see my facial expressions because my face tells you everything. Mine does too. I don't want anyone to be able to see what my face looks like when we record because the faces I make are just... Oh, they're priceless. <laughs> Get this over with. Okay. (laughs) So, three different, three different mental health experts who thoroughly examined Johnny said that he was brain damaged, chronically psychotic, and extremely mentally impaired. These problems were a result of his abuse that he suffered, both physically and through substances. I'm literally getting, like, reflux. Like, I have heartburn. I'm so amped up right now i'm pissed (laughs) and again this is and if you don't agree that's fine come talk to me and tell me why yeah i would like seriously and we will have a great conversation i am always good to agree to disagree and be friends at the end of the day yes so come talk definitely say that because i'm a hard-headed bitch and courtney (laughs) lets me be that and we (laughs) we both can be about things and we know like when to just call like we're not gonna agree on this and that's okay yeah you know, I'm okay but, with it. And we're not placating you. No. Literally, we would love to hear your side of it if you oh, see things differently. Absolutely. absolutely. Or if you agree, come our way, right. let us know. We're not going to sit here and be like, you fucking suck, shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. We're not going to do that. No, no. At all. No, not ever. <laughs> um, but this is why I feel like I need to advocate for this yes. man because I feel like he was taken advantage he had of. no one to advocate for him no. his entire fucking life. No, truthfully. Absolutely no one. No, and it's heartbreaking. It is. So, oh, oh <laughs> dreamies. Oh. <laughs> oh, puppy dreams all done. He talks in his sleep a lot. Oscar does too. So freaking cute. Dobby does every once in a while, but yeah. Oscar's really bad at it. I actually wake Oscar up from his because his are like scary oh. sometimes <laughs> and he's so old i don't yeah. want him to like have a heart attack or something yeah. while he's dreaming I so him i up gently wake too. him up yep and he's like what yeah. um, what do i do <laughs> sorry okay. we're just we on are. all the tangents i think it's because it's a hard one yep okay so i've given you all this information right yep one more very frustrating point for you is that none of this was told to the jury when he stood trial for her murder kidding me? for sister benz's murder he how is that not something akin to like a brady violation i know it's not the same because it's not evidence but are you fucking kidding me yep here we go okay so he was also let down by his defense too uh, yeah. by the justice system by yep. the defense by the police force by his parents by society all the fucking things let's yep. just make a list and I'm going to get into people who are advocating for him, too, as well, here in a second. 
but I do need to let you know that he was found guilty and was put on death row. He continued to say that he was innocent, but there were many people that actually worked on his behalf in the background, one of which being Pope John Paul II, and the nuns from the victim's convent worked to bring an appeal of clemency for him. Oh my goodness. Also, in a rare move for the Texas governor, then-Governor Ann Richards, Mm -hmm. granted Johnny a 30-day executive reprieve before his first execution date. Okay. Okay. Here's where I get frustrated. The Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles voted 17 to 0 not to recommend life in prison, but to proceed with the execution. How? How in the fuck? I don't know. How was there no reasonable doubt to at least proceed with the death penalty? But I don't understand. How in the fuck? I just want to talk to those 17 men and women and be like, okay, tell me what in this case made you feel like he shouldn't right. have gotten at least life in and prison. And they're going to say, well, he confessed, but he didn't sign that confession. He didn't sign the confession. He didn't have representation. The DNA he was a minor. don't matter. Match matter. The DNA, it really fucking the doesn't. The hair didn't match. What the fuck? I need to know what's inside their heads. I feel like either he had to have had literally the most useless defense. Had to have. In the history of forever. Like, ineffective assistance of counsel to the nth degree. Or the prosecution was just making shit up left and right. What the hell, man? It's said that they made this decision even after seeing all the evidence that Johnny had been a victim of all his life. So he, they gave all this information about right. his life to the pro board. And that he had severe mental handicaps. But they still came to the conclusion of 17 to 0 to keep him Dude, on death row. I feel like the mental incapacity should have... Or handicap, not incapacities, but like his handicap should have at least allowed for him to get another trial in fairness because he was not given the right to representation. I agree. I think he should have been dropped to what life in prison fuck? and given a new trial yeah. to determine if he really was guilty of this crime or right. not. And if he actually had a fair fucking shot. Oh my god. This is why I'm so strongly advocating for him because I do feel like he is also no a victim. No one has. He is a victim. Well, I mean, people were, but like, yeah, no one that mattered up until that point. It was too late at that point. Yeah. Johnny's attorney, which I don't know if this is the attorney that he had during the trial or if it was an attorney after he went to the parole board. So I'm like not... to slap that attorney upside the head. Well, this is, this is different. first. I know, this but is... whoever's first one was oh, just absolutely. right upside the I really do forehead. think this is a different attorney. It, I couldn't find evidence on it, but okay. what he's brought to the stage it makes me feel like he's different. Okay. He brought up the police evidence that showed whoever had killed Sister Benz and also killed the other woman. Right. Um, and that the evidence showed that it was a Hispanic man. Right. Like, he was very adamant about this. He's like, listen, guys, like, this evidence right, does not add DNA up. Because DNA at least was that far along at that point. Exactly. By the police's file accounts, it shows that not only the police officers working the case believe this, but so did the district attorney. I literally... I was... This is why I was so frustrated with this case, and I was like, I need to be a voice for this man as well. I... All three of these people need a voice. Yeah, absolutely. Because the women that lost their lives... 
were done a disservice. A very what big the disservice. Fuck? Their families, their friends, the fellow nuns at the convent. I mean, you even got the freaking pope, right? Who, and the nuns at the physical convent that right. this happened. That found backing her. him up and saying this is not okay. Oh my gosh. Mind fucking blowing. I. I literally can't even properly articulate my rage. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't. I know. So the refusal to spare Johnny's life would bring new people to come forward trying to help him. He had only been 17 when he was convicted. And he was oh also God. considered mentally handicapped at this time. Right. They believe that even if he was guilty, he was not suitable to, ki- to be killed by lethal injection. Right. Because, I mean, he was a minor. Mm-hmm. At the very minimum. At the minimum. So on February 11th of 1992, Johnny Frank Garrett, who was 28 years old at the time, was unfortunately executed by lethal injection. Shut the fuck up, Courtney. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He proclaimed his innocence up until the end. And I had to tell you this part because you're going to love it. He, his last meal was ice cream, which I thought was super cute. Oh, honey. But before his execution was carried out, guys, I have to tell you his statement. He said, and I quote, I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my ass. Like the innocence of him, this family, and I'm not, and I'm not going to say his entire family, but at least his parents, you know, being shitheads to him as a child, he still loved them and thanked them for caring for him. Like if that doesn't tell you the genuinity of this man, I, I don't know what does. I would throw my hands in the air. So I'm going to continue because I've got poor Michelle in tears, guys. I'm <laughs> sorry. After Johnny's execution, more evidence started coming forward in this case, proving his evidence or his innocence even further and the corruption that had been going on in the system. No fucking shit. Why oh. didn't you fucking figure that out? Oh, you just Before wait. you executed an innocent Thank fucking you. man. 1994, two years later, the pathologist... Who had completed the autopsies on Sister Tadea Benz. The and, one that threw away the sample? Yeah. And uh, Narnie Cox Bryson was charged with corruption. He had falsified hundreds of reports and conducted countless botched autopsies. He ended up uh, pleading no contest to six felonies. That better eat away at him. Oh, I hope it does. If he's still alive, I hope it haunts him because... That shit is on his hands. Because seriously, if he hadn't thrown that away, they could have used that sample to get a blood type mm-hmm. and see that it didn't match Johnny's, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a chance. But are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. What a piece of shit. Then there's Leoniso? L-E-O-N-C-I-O? Yeah. Leoniso? Sure. Perez Ruda? Okay. A Cuban refugee who was living in Amarillo at the time of the murders. Months before these murders, there had been break-ins and rapes all across the city where the DNA of a Hispanic man was left behind, as with a lot of rapes that had happened. Then there was peeping. And then murder. Okay, so their racist generalizations were correct. Unfortunately. But they still... Arrested this other man that didn't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, guys, this is just fucking horrendous, but eventually in 2005, okay, 
He was arrested and charged with the murder of Narni Cox Bryson after police ran old DNA from the 1981 case that got a hit and he was sentenced to 45 years in prison. This is... My mind is so fucking mind blown by this, I don't even know how to continue, but I'm going to. I... I have nothing. Like... Yes. I'm so fucking mad right now. Again, it was black hairs that were found on the scene of the crime of both murders. Might I add that it's the (laughs) same hair. He farted, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a really, like, squeaky one. (laughs) It's because he's... I, when I get pent up, he gets anxious. Oh, your bug. And I heard it on the couch. We're cushion. almost done, Angel Man. <laughs> so, these hairs, guys, they're the same hair. They're found at both scenes, okay? They matched back in the 80s, and now in 2004, they have a DNA match to this man. But he's only charged with the one murder. Because then they're like, well, it makes no difference now. Right, because it's already been closed, right? Fucking kidding me. Even though, even though, get this, he admitted to killing the nun in the convent. He admitted to killing Sister Benz. Told them how he did it. Everything. Also, may I add, the state of Texas did not seek the death penalty. Yeah, I was just going to say, because they, you said 45 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Even though he so admitted... the person that actually did it. Yes. And then they executed yes. the person yes. that they coerced into a confession. This is not fair. And it's not fair to Sister Benz, and it is not fair to Miss Bryson. Like, it is just not fair to any one of the people in this story. And anyone that sits here and says, well, justice was served eventually, no, it wasn't. It really wasn't, no. because a, a man's life was innocently taken, and two young women's lives were innocently taken. Exactly. I said young women, not both they were hey, Sorry. They were. <laughs> Two women's lives yeah. were taken. Like, this is... There was no justice served, in my opinion. No. And he got 45 fucking years, guys. Like, and he'll probably was, outlive it and maybe get 35 of that. Exactly. And was able to just live his fucking life for, what, 25, 26 years? Mm-hmm. Fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's just... It's deplorable. I can't even, like... Ugh. If he was charged with the crime that Johnny Frank Garrett paid for with his life, there might have been justice. Yeah. And I only say that because if he could have been charged for it instead of Johnny, the right person would have been put on death row. I mean, what is the answer in that? Is an eye for an eye the only really really good solution? And the only solace that I can find in this is the fact that Johnny never wavered. Mm-mm. He still was appreciative of who he felt needed to be appreciative in his life. And he maintained his his sense of self. Yeah, absolutely. I... Excuse me! <laughs> Stop it! Echo! Echo, stop. What the fuck? <laughs> that one's creepy. She likes to just... My dot does the same thing. Noodle on. This one doesn't do it hardly ever. I named my, my dot Ziggy. Yeah, I just named it. And I scream at that one because that's my alarm that goes up. Go, Echo, stop. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So all of this stuff opens up the state of Texas for lawsuits. Truthfully. I fucking hope so. It may be worse than that. Is that they have to admit they're wrong. But they're not going to. Because 
Are you fucking kidding me? It's that literally, even if the same people, because obviously the same people probably aren't in office, any of them that were at the time, I would mm-hmm. say they made a fucking horrendous mistake. Mm-hmm. An absolutely horrendous mistake. And the fucking police officer that got a confession from him should have been fucking arrested. Oh, And served time. For manslaughter, in my opinion, because oh. you got a fucking man killed. Right, because here's the thing. With them admitting that they're wrong, they would be telling the world that they sentenced a man to death, incarcerated him at 17 years old with no counsel in the room at the time, ignored that he was mentally disabled, and then eventually killed him. He's obviously flustered, He's flustered. Too. He's flustered. Winston's feverishly fluffing his blanket. Fluffing it. And scratching the rug. Texas attorney Jesse... Quackenbush. I knew that was going to be a comic relief moment. I've already had the time to laugh at it, so. Well, I'm like so up here and like, like manic about it. Quackenbush. Say that 10 times. like the guy I thought his last name was Butler. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, oh. Uh, so this this Texas attorney, Jesse, I'm not even gonna say the last name because I'm about to start laughing. Quackenbush. Quackenbush. <laughs> and guys, we can laugh because honestly, like he's a good person. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm not laughing at him. I'm just No, his last, last name is just so funny. Funny. He was so intrigued by this case that he actually made a documentary called The Last Word by about Johnny Frank Garrett's case. He argued that the case was the result of overzealous prosecutors saying that, I quote, the old and newly discovered evidence of Johnny Frank Garrett's case, innocence, or Johnny Garrett's innocence, is so compelling it will cause even the most bloodthirsty proponents of the death penalty to shake their heads in doubt. Damn. Abso-fucking-lutely. I was going to say, because him saying overzealous is a kind way to fucking put it. And he has to be a little bit politically correct. Yeah, but he he threw daggers with Mm -hmm. the rest of that. Yeah. As for Garrett's last words that I've already read to you guys, despite the widely reported and reportedly quoted final remarks made by him, now, I don't know if they're saying this because they don't like it or if they're saying it because it actually didn't happen, but the Texas Department of Criminal Justice website states, states that he actually declined to make a final statement. Okay. I personally think they're just trying to hide it because yeah. he basically middle finger, fingered it up to the world yeah, and said, exactly. fuck you. Fuck you, yeah. Here's where I'm going to start getting into his family a little bit. So... Till this day, starting in about 2011, I think is when this really got vocal, Johnny's sisters and family, not his dad and his mom and those people, but the ones that actually care for him, are actually still trying to clear his name for the rape of Sister Ben's, as they do not feel he was represented or prosecuted fairly, and they do not believe that he actually raped her. Okay. So, his sister, G- uh, Gianna, I mm-hmm. think is how you say it, J-E-A-N-A. Yeah, Gianna, sounds right. She is quoted as saying, he's not a monster. That is the worst I have ever heard somebody call Johnny Garrett is a monster. Right. She also added, what a horrible, horrible way to die for someone to come into her room to rape her, strangle her, kill her, and beat her just to leave her there. So, Leon... 
Leoncio Rudo Perez is a monster. I agree. 100% with her. Yeah. Attorney Jeff Blackburn, who represents, uh, represented Garrett during his appeals, so this is the good attorney that we okay. like, gotcha. also believed he's been wrongfully executed. He's stated as saying, I'm not saying that he didn't break in there. I'm not saying that he didn't murder the nun, but what I am saying is that he's not guilty of raping her, and I will always be convinced of that. I think that now that we're able to use science that we have with DNA testing, I think he would be exonerated for that crime. Yeah. And I agree. Yeah. So to be exonerated, the 47th District Attorney Randall Sims says that there are steps that would have to be taken. He said they are going to have to demonstrate to the courts that the substance to be tested is still capable of being tested for DNA and it hasn't been tampered or altered with. Okay. On top of that, his attorneys uh, have presented even more evidence showing that he's not guilty. Blackburn says that's easier said than done. Right. Truthfully, at this point. This is so many years past this. Who even knows if that is viable (laughs) evidence or DNA at this point? Right. And honestly, I find it hard to believe that they're going to be in any rush to write this because... Right. Why would they? Why would they want to prove that they fucked up? It's already been done. Mm -hmm. As disgusting as it is... It's already been done. Yeah. So when asked to, uh, if Blackburn thought anything would be able to clear Garrett's name, he said, I doubt it. I doubt it. This is going to be one of those unsolved mysteries of the criminal justice system, although it's really not that unsolved. But he's not wrong. No. Unfortunately, like, right. too much time has passed. The evidence probably isn't substantial anymore. There's so much that has to be done, and I just, I agree. I don't think there's a way, unfortunately. But I feel like they already made the way because they already found who actually fucking did it. Oh, I agree. I'm, I don't know. Like, what, what the hell red tape do you fucking have? Because he actually admitted it, and his DNA was matched. Mm -hmm. So what the fuck else do you need? Are you fucking kidding me? I think it's just them being I'm not apologizing for the amount of F-bombs in this episode either. Yeah, no, it's, it's a heated case. And also, to be honest with you, you know, it, it would be them having to suck up their pride and admit that they fucked up, and that's just not something that they're going to do. Honestly. Oh, my God. Janet, his other sister, says she will continue to fight to have Johnny cleared, and she's quoted as saying, 30 years later, oh, my God, and this is in 2011, so it's longer than 30 years now. 30 years later, oh, my God, it's a long time. It's a long time. But I'll be here in 40 years, too, still crying for his name to be cleared. That's all I want. When asked if she ever thought it would happen, she said, I'm working at it. (sighs) So that is the very frustrating Halloween murder of Sister Tadea Benz, but also wrongly persecuted and executed. Right. Johnny Garrett. And just to reiterate, too, like, we are so heartbroken for the women who lost their lives. Absolutely. But Johnny's story needed to be told. It did. Like, it it absolutely did. He was... I think he was an There's literally nothing to actually articulate, because I was going to say, he's done such a disservice, and that's not anywhere close to the the sentiment that I'm trying to make. But he was... Just completely demolished by anyone that should have protected him in his life. For fuck's sake, like, this is literally just full circle on what we started with. But, 
<clears throat> yeah. And, and, you know, I tried to find as much evidence as I could on Sister Ben's, and, and like I said, unfortunately, her childhood and stuff are very hard to well, find. Ouch. She was in a convent. They lead yeah. very private lives. Oh, it's extremely. not out there. And it's yeah. all about God. Like, they, they, exactly. there's not a whole lot to dig up right. on them or anything was, like that. She had a purpose in life, and she yes. was serving that purpose in life. Yes. And that wasn't in the public eye. No. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I felt... <clears throat> To me, I felt convicted that all three of them are victims, and I couldn't yeah. find anything else on Miss Bryson, which mm. kind of sucked. Yeah. Um. But I don't. It's the eighties too. Yeah, and it's things hard to, digital. Yeah, yeah, and I did find an article from nineteen eighty two on this case, but mm-hmm. even that was kind of hard to decipher. Yeah. So. Yeah. It kind of just. It's unfortunate. There are three victims in this case yeah, that and it's absolutely heartbroken. Heartbreaking. Never had this because happen. they all were killed senselessly. There was and technically, if you ask me, by the same person. <laughs> yup, absolutely. And I'm not laughing. I'm saying like, yeah, the irony of it, and like that just shows what a fucking monstrous piece of shit he was. Mm-hmm. Because if he had any conscience whatsoever, he would have seen like this man's being executed for something I did. Maybe I should go confess. Nope. Not even a fucking semblance of a conscience. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you. I'm so sorry. heated. I'm sorry. The fuck am I going to do with the rest of my, knife, my uh, night now? Okay, we need to wrap this shit up. Yep. Boy, oh boy, boy. oh boy. So, yeah. No, I'm so funny. Um, uh, if you would like to become a patron, we would love you forever and always. Our patrons get early access to episodes. A whole evening early (laughs) sometimes the afternoon before if i'm ahead of my game Um, but we do add free episodes for the patrons too and we also post our extended show notes so with the pictures that we usually put on our social media along with the show notes that we post for the full-length episodes those are available to the public though um but yeah if you want to become a patron we would love you dearly and we do a monthly bonus episode our monthly bonus episode should be I if think we I record it, it next dropping week. Dropping it out. Well, I have to drop the next one. Oh, the one I did? <clears throat> yeah, probably next week I'll release that. So, if you'd like to, we would love you forever. And also, we haven't said in a while, but if you feel so obliged to leave us a review, a rating and review, mm-hmm, feedback. Mm-hmm. Again, don't be an asshole just for the sake of being an asshole. If you don't like our podcast for substantial reasons, let us know. Absolutely. Do We're it. We're here for it. Yeah. But we'll otherwise. have a conversation with you. Yeah, but otherwise, if you would like to. Oh, rude. I gotta leave that one in because I'm not redoing this whole spiel. That was a flap from Winston. Flapjack. He just snagged your blanket again. He's such a little shit. Don't lick my hand, you little creep. Um. So yeah, otherwise, all of our other stuff, where to find us, how to contact us, is in the link tree in our show notes. Yeah, so with that, guys, keep it creepy and stay freaky. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. (laughs) Bye. Bye.